Welcome to episode 30 of the Dudes Spake Dudes podcast. This is not a podcast about making your own hand sanitizer at home, nor is it a podcast about how to keep your children occupied through a month-long school closing. This is a podcast that are about dudes that are spanking other dudes and dudes that are being spanked by other dudes. And uh, once again, this show is being hosted by three dudes. Hey, my name's Doug. Hi, I'm Jaden. And this is Scott, also known as uh, Red Spake Scott or Hotbot Scott. Uh, and more specifically, we are the three guys who started and put off successfully uh, the first hot seat retreat in Palm Springs. And it was great, wasn't it, guys? Oh, it was a it was an epic event, and thank you everyone, especially you guys, for being involved in it. It was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so, Doug, actually, um, tell us a little bit about yourself because you know Jaden's been on the on the podcast several times now, and both of us in episode twenty six uh, talked a lot about starting this event. But you were our third person. You have yet to be on the podcast, uh, and you were very had a very very important role in essentially the actual founder of this. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself and your role in the spanking scene. Uh, certainly. Uh, well, I'm just going to throw away all the notes I made about making your own hand sanitizer. Uh, evidently, oh, that's, uh, <laughs> we're, we're not. We're not. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll just throw those away. My name's Doug. Um, I'm based in L.A. Um, as as uh, your eagle-eared listeners may be able to tell, I'm originally from the U.K. Um, I uh, I started getting getting spanked when I was uh, 18. Uh, I, I wasn't quite old enough to be involved in where, uh, you know, people were exchanging messages from uh, magazines, but I, do, I was just about old enough to meet someone on a telephone exchange in the late 90s. Um, and I've had an online presence in the spank community all the way back to uh, the late 90s. If anyone remembers Beta Alpha Sigma, bare ass spanking, that I was there through the SWAT team and guys spank, spank their hookups. And now indeed, of course, the, the magnificent WAPS. So I've been uh, I've been getting my ass spanked for about 23 years now. That's uh, that's my story. Yep, and I've seen it, uh, and it's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. so Doug's been a friend of mine for a few years, um, uh, and Jaden's, and um, th this uh, party, the hot seat retreat, was essentially his idea, and we'll talk about it a little bit. But first, before we get into talking about hot seat retreat and about how things went how great everyone was and what we've learned and about, of course, the most importantly thing, it's going to happen again. Uh, I guess I do want to talk a little bit about uh, the coronavirus. So we have to talk a little bit about the coronavirus. Um, of course, I am not a medical expert and I'm not going to repeat a, a whole ton of information that is out there right now. Um, a hot seat retreat essentially caught the tail end of essentially the uncertainty about what to do. And so when we were having the event, it was when people were starting to make runs to, you know, to Costco to fill up with sanitizer and water. Um, but no one was saying, don't do things. We were still at the be careful stage. Uh, now we've reached the social distancing stage. And so I'm like sitting in my apartment. Um, I, I had to run to work. I'm going to be working from home. So I had to drop by the office to pick up some things to bring home. And I drove by a grocery store and there was a line of people all the way out to the street waiting to go in and shop for whatever they might have left. So, so we're at that state as I'm recording this. It's the big weekend of the first social distancing, distancing thing. And it does relate to, you know, the fetish community and fetish play um, because, of course, Spanking and fetish play involves a significant amount of physical contact and closeness with other people. So um, without saying don't do it, uh, I would say treat the social distancing uh, request very seriously. Uh, keep in mind, even if you are very healthy, but what people are, are what, what medical professionals are trying to get across is those of us, like the three of us on the podcast, we're all pretty healthy individuals. Um, there is very, very little likelihood looking at the statistical information that anything particularly bad is going to happen to any of us, the three of us, if any of us get the coronavirus. But the big issue is who we transmit the coronavirus to. And, you know, we but all three of us know people in the spanking community who are much older than us and are, of course, much more at risk if they get the coronavirus. We also know people who are immunocompromised from being HIV positive um, in the spanking scene. And so we want to do what we can to uh, not create situations where we're exposing people who are more vulnerable to the coronavirus through our fetish play. So something to keep in mind, I am not going to be doing any spanking play for the rest of the month, um, depending on things go. I'm still, you know, hopefully if this does work out by the end of the month, 
I will be able to go to the April moon burn. But if if people are still worried about a transmission, I'm just not going to go. Um, and it's, you know, it's for me, I, I mean, for me, it's a minor sacrifice for those of us who live in the L.A. area, um, because, again, I, I've always talked about how we're spoiled. There's so many guys into spanking here. And so we get to play on a much more regular basis than a lot of you in other parts of the country or other parts of the world. Um, but it is kind of important to just kind of wait this out on behalf of your fellow fetish people um, and to make sure that they stay safe. So that's my coronavirus speech. Hopefully, um, you know, hopefully this will all look silly in a couple months when people listen to this podcast episode. Uh, but I just kind of wanted to put that out there. So but with that, let's have some fun. So this entire episode is going to be devoted to Hot Seat Retreat, which uh, was on the first weekend in March. We just coming back from this is now the second weekend of March and we're recovering from all of that play. Um, so, Doug, uh, let's start with you and let's just kind of start about start off with this like. One thing we didn't really talk about is why you decided, because we haven't had you on here, why did you decide that it was time to start a new big spanking weekend uh, in America? Well, I've, I've been going to uh, events since I was probably about 19. I, I, I remember going to Moonburn many, many years ago when it was being held at a location in Hollywood for, for the old timers who uh, remember all the way back then. And I remember, again, for the benefit of the old timers who might be in the UK, the 31 Club, in uh, which, which uh, was a feature of uh, Spank Life in London. So I've been going to Spank get-togethers for many, many years, and I've been to, uh, been to Moonburn, I've been to uh, the Camp Red Tails up north, and of course all three of us went to Badass Weekend this last year. Um, and it just seemed to me that there was a gap in the community's calendar. But, uh, there was a, an event in July and an event in October, and I thought, well, that, uh, that leaves a big open space. And I thought I remember thinking to myself, well, someone really ought to organize a get together to fill that gap. And then uh, and then I realized with a sort of a, a lurch to my stomach, well, there's no reason that shouldn't be me. I'm, I'm as well placed as anyone else. Um, we uh, my uh, husband and I have been holding uh, smaller get togethers at our place for a long time. Jaden uh, has been holding get togethers as well. And we just thought, uh, you know, there's no one better place to, to do it. So uh, I decided that uh, something ought to fill that gap. And here we are. Yep. And uh, yeah, and it was great to uh, Doug asked uh, Jaden to get on board uh, to deal with the tech side, and uh, that all came together wonderfully. And then uh, I came on board initially for to help publicize through the podcast, and then that turned out to be wholly unnecessary. Uh, and so instead, I became the the logistics uh, event Julia cruise ship director on the love boat kind of coordinator. And I'll talk about how that played out because that was a lot of fun. So, um, but uh, we had uh, it looks like um, how many how many do we have registered, Jaden? Yeah, we had over a hundred people um, at the event, and uh, a number of them registered well ahead of time, as you mentioned. We we pretty much sold out the whole host resort in the first 10 days. And uh, in the following weeks and months, we uh, we got people into an overflow hotel and, and a number of people also stayed at other places around Palm Springs. Um, I think one of the things that makes the event kind of unique as well is that it is near a major population center and near a major airport or several major airports. So I think that that allowed people that um, were traveling to fit it into their travel plans. Yeah, yeah. One of the things, so so after the event, um, I did kind of a survey, and uh, one of the things I was worried when we were organizing, so this event, for those of you who haven't listened to the previous podcast episodes, took place in Palm Springs, uh, first weekend in March at a resort called the CC, uh, CCBC, which is a clothing optional all-men resort, um, which is uh, very sex-friendly, um, has, you know, sexual play spaces in the resort itself, and it's all closed off, so it's not, you know, visible, so we're all able to go in there and sort of semi take over the resort, have fun, spake each other all over the place, which is exactly what happened. Um, I was a little bit worried. Uh, it is a really good tourism season in Palm Springs because the weather is it's not too cold and it's not too hot. And uh, it's the perfect temperature, which means peak tourism. So I was a little bit worried about the price um, and accessibility. And we add uh, after the event, we, we did a big poll of, of the people who attended and asked some questions. And it looks like um, a small group of people found it very difficult to uh, to 
set aside the money to come to the event. Uh, but a lot, but most people did not have any difficulties in who, who were able to come out to making it work, which is good, a good sign. Because uh, yeah. the other thing is that everybody, pretty much everybody wants the event to stay in March. Nearly everybody said, we asked if they liked that the event was in March, and almost everybody said yes. It was nearly unanimous. So we're going to want to keep it in March. So so some good news there. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, so let's just talk about it. We're, we're going to talk a little bit about our experiences, with which is you know unique because it was both putting on the event and we all – also, all three of us had ways to part found ways to participate in the event. So, so you'll get to hear fun spanking stories too. It's not just going to be all like the internal weed stuff. So, so um, we the three of us arrived on Wednesday, um, and there are actually some early birds who had actually already arrived. This is similar to what happened in Badass Weekend, uh, but we were keeping it very casual. Um, there wasn't as much. <laughs> it doesn't require as much setup as Badass Weekend um, yet. <laughs> as 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 the event you know goes on we made it we may end up in you know sort of a similar situation as Badass Weekend where those guys come in with a lot of stuff and start putting things together uh, to make an event happen so there was just a few of us who arrived on Wednesday evening but it was on Thursday uh, when the vast majority of people showed up and, and dozens of people showed up on Thursday um, and uh, one of the initial things I learned so this is the part where um I, I started getting to work because because Doug, as the person who founded it, had done all the negotiations, uh, dealt with the financial upfront thing. And, you know, we're not going to get it, into it too much, but, you know, dealing with um, legal issues as they came about. And <laughs> Jaden. Uh, oh. Yeah. And, and Jaden. Yeah, no, we we were lucky not to have too many lawsuits to have to deal with as we as we came out. You're you're, you're right about that. But uh, no, I can't say enough about how kind uh, uh, and uh, accommodating CCBC were. Uh, it's a very appropriate place for to do something like this because there there are lots of wonderful clothing optional gay resorts in Palm Springs, as many people know. But they don't really do events. And when you say to them, I want to rent out the whole place for for the weekend, it's not really all that welcome. It's actually kind of a pain for them. Um, but CCBC, this is exactly what they do. And because they do so much of it, they're entirely unshockable. So, uh, of course, you know, some, some you know, a, a diffident British chap like me goes in and tries to apologetically explain that we're going to have guys all over the place spanking each other. And, of course, their response is, gee, is that all? You should have seen what they were doing to each other last week. Yeah, we were, um, yeah the funny thing is we were, like, hilariously yeah. apologetic and very, like, careful about asking, you know, can we do this, this, and this? And by, <laughs> by the end of the event, yeah. I'm like, we're just going to do things. If they have a problem with it, someone will tell us. And no one ever yeah. had any problem with anything that I did without asking. So it was really funny. Oh. We, we weren't even yeah, with if, if any, that they'd seen that week. So, yeah, that was good. If, if anything, uh, I, I, I had been asked by the management, you know, why there wasn't there wasn't that much banking going on in the outdoors. So yeah, well, <laughs> I think well, they were expecting to be. Yeah. Yeah. We'll actually talk about that. Cause that was one of the things we very much learned from our first event. So, so, so people started arriving Thursday and we had big groups of people at once. And ooh, uh, that was right <laughs> where I got started. And uh, my first discovery was having a lot of people arriving at once was a little bit of a challenge. And I'll have to prepare for that a little bit better next year. Um, at the end, I think I caught, so we had, uh, we went through the trouble to put together stuff. These, we, we took this from Badass Weekend. Uh, you know, we had a schedule and we made a bunch of gift bags and we stuffed all these stuff in them. And then we also had to do, uh, things like waivers, you know, getting people signing waivers, uh, making sure, keeping lists of who arrived. And we, I think for our first time, uh, we did a good job, but it, it looked like there were about 10 people who I missed. So somehow in oh, the midst of all of this, that's um, not a, that's not a bad ratio. No. Yeah. So it is a, a little bit of an awkward thing because of, um, the resort handling registration, the resort handling your room reservations. So you didn't go through us to check into your rooms. And the additional thing of the resort having day pass people, which is a little bit different from Badass Weekend. Um, the, ho the the Parliament Resort at Badass Weekend in Augusta does also have kind of day pass people, but they don't come. I mean, it's it was Georgia and it was October and it was when we were there, there was a tropical storm. Um, it's a little bit different in Palm Springs in March. There were quite a number of uh, men who came to the resort 
who were regulars and were not there for this baking event. But fortunately, we were very, very good, and so were CCBC, very, very good at publicizing and making sure these people were aware that, hey, there's a great big spanking event going on this weekend, which also did not really bother the guests at all. Um, oh, but... I think I think to the contrary, it, it, it thrilled some of the guests. Yes. And uh, there, was some, there was some very good interactions with people to whom uh, spanking ass had not necessarily previously occurred. But, yes, uh... and I, I actually am one of those stories, and I will I will share right. it a little bit later. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, and it, yeah, and so it was really, so it was really kind of awesome that way, and interesting, and a little bit of a different dynamic. Um, but yeah, it also meant that I missed people, um, and I was going around doing host duties, and I was keeping things in my room. And so eventually, there was a point once once it got going for a while, the people who were there who arrived on Thursday and Friday morning. I was very cautious in making sure that they all got this, you know, got their information. But after a certain point, we were, you know, we had so many people bouncing around and I was doing so much hosting stuff that people got missed. And so I have to kind of reconsider how that works. So apologies if I missed you guys and you didn't get your gift bag, which had the schedule of events and, you know, the rules and, and, and me, you know, welcoming you and, and being a good host. Uh, my apologies for that. Um, Interesting detail um, uh, that we discovered uh, for 20% of the people who came to the event this time, um, this was their very first time coming to a uh, large fetish event of any kind. So that's about 20 people. 20 people who came to Hot Seat Retreat had not been to Badass Weekend or had not been to Camp Red Tails or other events like that. So that was a really good number. Uh, glad to see that we had some some newcomers who came out. Um, and uh, so that was nice. So who wants to talk about uh, uh, the pizza party, um, the pizza reception? You You kind of put that together, Doug. Uh, I did well. I mean, uh, j just to to give to give people the the big picture. As you were talking about, we, you know, we'd been to Badass Weekend, and, and uh, Jaden and I've been to camp, um, and we we had to try and figure out what type of event this was going to be, and how much of it was going to be organized, and how much of it was just going to be free playtime. And uh, we realized that one of the great uh, things that we'd most enjoyed about uh, those other events was getting people together for meal times, and so that was important. And that's why it's uh, very wonderful at CCBC that they have runway. They have a, uh, a restaurant that's dedicated to the resort right there, and we decided to make use of it. And so, yes, Thursday night was uh, was pizza night. Um, one, one would have to put put one's hand up in, by way of confession and say that the pizzas did not initially arrive as quickly as we were, as we were hoping. But that's <laughs> one of the things that when you're a victim of your own success and, uh, you know, dozens of people show up at the same time, uh, uh, you know, everyone everyone uh, had to wait a little bit for their pizza, but uh, it was a lovely mixer. It was a great get together, and it was wonderful to be able to have people uh, introducing uh, e each other, you know, to to other friends and uh, in a in a social context. And uh, you know, we were able to do one, one a bit of that on Thursday, and as I'm sure we'll talk about a bit of that on uh, Friday and Saturday as well. Yeah, um, I think you know what I, some of the feedback we got from that is well, first of all, yeah, the, the restaurant. The, <laughs> So a couple, there are a couple of explanations for the restaurant. First of all, um, they've done, you know, they, they do a lot of events. Um, I think one of the things that they're starting to realize, uh, or they definitely realized by the end of our event is um, they do a lot of parties and a lot of events and uh, it's Palm Springs, but, but they do things like, you know, like white parties and bear weekends. And um, these are sort of highly sexualized, of course, party very party focused things and so you don't have gatherings of people who are all coming in at once to eat together um uh they're doing a lot of drinking they're doing a lot of partying they're not doing a lot of sitting you know they, they are of course they need to keep going but it's very sort of a party-centric mentality um when you start getting into a fetish that involves pain um we tend to be a little bit more careful about our consumption habits first of all with alcohol and beer you know and drugs um, because it affects your ability to play. And so I don't think that, and we, if I remember we were organizing this, I, I don't think they realized at the time, you know, that, that this was going to happen, that, that, that we're, that we really were, did all want to come in here, eat and socialize together. Uh, and so they were slammed a little bit. The other thing that happened is, uh, they were of course very cognizant of the early stages of the coronavirus stuff going around. And whenever anyone showed any symptoms of any sort of sickness who worked there, they sent them home. So they ended up being a little bit short staffed. 
Um, I think I think that's right, and they they were being careful and they were being very sensible. But uh, it, 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 I think it's really a tribute to the type of community that we have in the in the gay spank community that uh, everyone does want to come together and be together and not just play together. Yeah. They want to socialize as well, which is uh, it's very touching, really. Yeah, I think what I could have done a little bit better, and it's on my list to think about next year when we do this sort of icebreaker session, is to. Um, uh, make it a little bit easier at that point just for a few people to introduce each other to each other. Um, one of the awkward things, of course, it's people were arriving on Thursday. And since so many people did know each other on Thursday night, what happened at that pizza reception, we had this nice little reception. Um, people can wander around and talk and, and sit down and eat. You know, the pizza was buffet style. Um, people sat down to catch up with their friends and so that kind of started us off with a very sort of, you know, the typical, it, it wasn't intended to be, you know, oh, let's all gather in our little cliques. Uh, but the whole catch up mode put us in a situation where people who knew each other were all sitting and talking to each other. And people who didn't know a lot of other people were kind of on their own. And of course, the three of us circulated to 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 talk with everyone. But um you know, I think the next time we just we have to go around with the paddle and just physically remove them from each other and just and just force them force them uh, force them together. But I think you know I, there was a, there was a great, great deal of mixing of yeah. people going on. I think and people who didn't know each other and it was uh, you know there was a, a very a wide variety of younger and older people and I, I think uh, we were we were very aware of the possibility of people forming their own little groups and staying in their own little groups and I, I think we were quite good about you know making sure with the mixes and the meals that, that didn't happen to the extent that that we could. Yeah, which does bring us to um, a, a funding that uh, happened. And now we realize it's a little bit too late in the event, um, uh, especially with the feedback we got, which is a wonderful uh, a spanking game a friend of ours put together um, that happened on um, it happened on Saturday. So um, uh, Doug, again, since since he was a he's a close friend of all of ours. Um, tell us a little bit about the game because you participated in it. Jade I, and I didn't. We kind of. Stay aside to watch, you know, if, if anything happened and you'd be able to respond to it. But you, you, you were part of this game. So tell us about it. I know you, you, you people wimped out. You didn't want any more spanking. <laughs> I, I, I totally get it. Well, we, we certainly can talk about the game, but uh, I was just briefly going to, um, if I could go back to Thursday evening, I was going to yeah. say that, of course, the, the social gave me the opportunity to go around and find victims for my, uh, my, my porn star production, which oh, I was, yes. I'd love. I'd love to talk about as well because uh, oh yes, we will. Uh, yes. Ho hope, hopefully, it's coming to a movie theater near you soon. No, pr probably not. Actually, a movie theater. I, I think I, I'm, I'll take that back. That well, it's more likely to be seen if it's not in a movie theater at this point. Um. At, at this point, you're right. It's like it, you, you, you are absolutely you are absolutely correct. But uh, no, on, on Thursday evening, it gave me the opportunity to uh, to wander around and to to make use of the uh, magnificent and very handsome. Uh, Colby Jansen, who was uh, who was nice enough to join us at Hot Seat Retreat, and uh, it had been an idea of mine for a while to try and put to uh, you know enable him to put together a production of some sort, just to do a spank themed video that Hot Seat Retreat uh, could be associated with in in coming years, and just uh, uh, you know people could uh, could see what we'd been getting up to. Um, he, unfortunately, he wasn't able to put together an actual production with a model friend of his or anything like that. But I thought, well, now that we've got all these folk who'd love to go over Colby's knee, why don't we try and make something of that? And he was uh, very kind and accommodating with the, the idea that I had. And so on Thursday, uh, I went around uh, recruiting uh, future porn stars. Uh, of course, no, nobody's <laughs> face nobody's face is in this video. And I, I told everyone that at the time, and I need to reemphasize that, that uh, unless you're internationally recognizable by way of your bare butt, you don't have to worry about anyone, uh, anyone seeing who you, uh, who you are. Um, but uh, we, uh, we, we cast Colby as the uh, CCBC misbehavior monitor standing at the door of, uh, of the room uh, with a clipboard in his hand, uh, looking disapprovingly at a line of about, uh, I think it was about 20 naked butts outside of his room. And uh, one at a time, he calls everyone in and gives them to about, I would say, 30 to 40 seconds over his knee. And uh, at, at the moment, as we record this, that this is in the ed editing process, and it'll be uh, it'll be available uh, shortly. But I, I thought, while we've got all these spankos together, let's make one of the most epic male spank videos of all time. If anyone else can think of a time when you, they got, uh, I think it was in the in the end about 23 naked butts over Colby's knee. I, I can't think of anything 
similar. So I'm quite proud of that, and I think it'll be a a fun vid uh, when it comes out. Yeah, it was really funny. I didn't I didn't participate in that. Um, he Doug did try to recruit me, uh, but I was busy. I I was being. I did super... try to recruit. You're right. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to be just. It wasn't that I was afraid to. Of course, I was getting spanked all weekend, and I'll explain that in a little bit. But I was being super super host duty guy. And because, you know, it was still fairly early in the weekend and I just wanted to make sure it was available in case there were any problems. So I was just circulating around. But the cool thing was, so he had them waiting outside this room and it was in the central part of the resort. And so there was this line of naked guys outside (laughs) the room and that everyone in the resort could see, everyone in the central area. And so you're just looking at this like line of butts. And so it was in the back of the resort. And so, so everywhere out by the pool, you know, in the central area, you could look up, you could see all these butts lined up who were waiting to go in to get spanked by Colby. And Which it was really I, hot I think it's even hotter. Yeah. I think oh, it's yeah. even hotter. But I, I, and I think we, we should at this stage hear a word from our videographer, the man who was uh, holding the camera, who, uh, uh, what, what, uh, what you, Jaden, what did you think about it? Yeah, I mean, it was quite a unique video, just given the number of people involved. And there, there were 23 subs. However, I think some people got in line after the video had already started. So there's some late, late additions. I think it's possible that even one person got back in line and went twice, but I couldn't, oh, I couldn't well, tell. Well, that, video that very naughty behavior. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I, I can relay is, is just how exhausted um, Colby was, you know, because... Oh, he didn't have we, we, we didn't have um, breaks in this video, so it went on for over 15 minutes, and he's just basically nonstop OTK hand spanking. And you know he would say you know when the next person needed to come in, he he would you know sort of holler out next. But by the yeah. end, it was sort of like a next, you know, like, like you know, how, how many more are there kind of thing, right? So It's worth yeah. emphasizing this was done in one take. You're, you're absolutely right. There were no breaks. Yeah, just like that, that, uh, that, like 19, uh, what was that movie, 1917? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but, but, but bless him, his, his hand was fully worn out by the end. And I, I, I realized about halfway through, gee, we really should have armed this guy with a paddle for, for when that becomes necessary later on. But, uh, um, yeah, so who, who knows what we can, you know, ne- next year, maybe we'll get 40 guys lined up for him, but we, yeah, we'll, we'll, de- we'll have to give him a break if we do that. Yeah. So his, his, uh, uh, and part of that after that, I did not, I did not get spanked by Colby, uh, unfortunately, but I did get spanked by a lot of other people. And I'll talk about that in a little bit, but yeah. So if you're at all curious about this, so, uh, Colby is editing it right now and we do know he's got a preview video about done. Um, uh, if you want information about the availability of that video, it is going to be on uh, Colby Jensen's Twitter feed is at Colby Jensen XXX. So just to spell it out for you guys, it's C-O-L-B-Y-J-A-N-S-E-N-X-X-X, all one word. And he's going to tweet out a, a preview video. And then uh, if you're interested in the availability of that video, uh, stay tuned, follow him on Twitter, and you'll get the details on that. And yeah, it was a really, really, really hot experience. So now, we're going to... Sorry, sorry, sorry for the diversion. We were, we were talking about the game. So yeah, I'm happy yes. to come back to that as well. Yes, I'm going to bounce around a little bit in time frame just because, you know, it just kind of leads to the, the spanking game. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, the spanking game that our friend put together um, uh, had, what, about 40, somewhere between 40 and 50 guys... Uh, uh, put in and, and uh, Doug, you participated in that as well. I I did participate in that, and it was a, it was a lot of fun. As you were saying, there's a, a friend of ours who's a, uh, extremely good at games, and we uh, we knew that about him, and we wanted to involve him. Uh, I just so happens that he happens to be an extremely hot frat boy daddy type, which uh, that helps. So it uh, helps get everyone uh, enthused in playing a game, and uh, we had. Uh, we had Pictionary. We had uh, using, you know, plastic, you know, plasticine as they call it in the UK, or you know, dough to to put together pictures, and using someone else as a uh, as a doll. He, I, I, it's hard to, it's hard to describe uh, uh, just uh, you know w- without using your hands. But uh, we, but actually, we, we, was one of the games actually, um, as, as it turns <laughs> out. Um, but he did he did really really well. Uh, it was a it was a fantastic time. I, I want to say I mean, huge numbers of people watched as well as participated. I think the participants were 
well over 40 by the time he put it together. And uh, then, of course, there was the wheel of misfortune, uh, the, the wheel of punishment. He had a, a wheel that one could spin in order to figure out how many the losing team were going to get and what they were going to get it with. And so there was a, a mass spanking every uh, every uh, 10 minutes or so at the end of a game, and uh, one team would spank the other team and uh, then moved on to the, to the next game. I think my, my team was quite spectacularly bad, I think, at almost everything, at least, at least the first <laughs> two games. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, I certainly never spanked anyone else. We, we never rose to the point of being good enough to spank another team. But I think towards the end, we managed to avoid getting spanked at least once. So, so we were we were proud of that. But uh, he, he did a great job, and I, uh, I hope that he'll be able to do something uh, something next year as well. Yeah, yeah, that was a the, the feedback we got, and so we had scheduled that on Saturday afternoon. And the, the feedback I actually got for, I think both of us, I think Jaden, you got some feedback there as well, is that people wished that that game had happened a lot earlier in the weekend because that was actually a great way, a great icebreaker uh, because our, our friend had randomly assigned the teams. Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah. And I think uh, I, you're, you're right. We could certainly consider doing that earlier, but um you know, we, we had we had a structure. We decided, you know, we decided yeah. to get people together for pizza on Thursday, get people yeah. together for a barbecue on Friday, yeah. and game on Saturday. So we we, ju- we were just trying to spread things yep. out. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. And then so rather than so one of the things we decided we wanted to kind of develop an identity that our its own di- identity because uh, we didn't want to just mimic Badass Weekend. We didn't just want to mimic Camp Red Tails. Not because we have anything against them. Uh, it's actually the opposite. Um, you know, we want those events to have their own identity. So people feel like people in the Spanky community feel like there are benefits uh, and interesting things about each event, you know. And so you'll want to go to bat and not just, you know, because you want to meet each other in Spank, but each one feels like its own thing. And so you enjoy going to each one. And so we kind of tried to be very, very loose in structure. Uh, but one of the ideas that Jaden, you had come up with um one of the wonderful things that Jaden did, which is really kind of new for these events, is to create not just a website, but we have forums that were specifically set aside only for people who were coming to Hot Seat Retreat to communicate things to each other, to set up, to talk to each other, to reminisce, say hi, that sort of thing. And one of the things that bubbled up on the forums was the idea of um, getting people together who are interested in specific types of role play. So, Jaden, tell us uh, a little bit about what you what you did. Yeah. So, first of all, the the forum idea was a huge success. We had, I think, almost 80 people out of the 100 that 100 plus that registered that were part of the forums. So, a lot of people were interested in. Will, they're willing to dedicate some time to prepare and um, talk to people prior to coming to the event. So that that was really good, and we'll do that again. Um, we also found, and I know for myself, um, part of spanking, it's, it's not just the actual physical side. There's a headspace component, and that usually involves some kind of role play or context to, you know, why, why the spanking is happening. And so what we did is we created uh, a survey for the people that um, were on our, our forum, and we promoted it as well with our email blasts. And we had a, a really good response as far as uh, different types of things people are interested in. And, and as a starting point, I ended up going to mailspank.net, which is, of course, the huge story archive that's been around for, I think, over 20 years. Uh, and I used their categories of stories as a way to sort of seed the, the you know, comprehensive list of role play interests. So with that data of who was into what, we, you know, published that information uh, for, the, for the people that were on the forums and we also set up a meeting time for those people to gather and we identified somebody to kind of be the person to lead the initial discussion. Um, so I think it was a success. I think that, you know, it, it's funny. I mean, some of the groups that, that you think would have been bigger, given the, the amount of interest on the survey, weren't that well attended. I think the discipline games group had a ton of interest, but there, there weren't a lot of people that showed up at the, <laughs> the discussion. Um, on the contrary, some of the ones lower down that weren't as sort of subscribed to, like the reform school one, had a ton of people at it um, and some really great discussions. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's something that, that worked. We, we may look at focusing it a bit more, having less groups. Uh, we, I think we did almost eight uh, groups in total, and, and that yeah. might have been a bit too many. Uh, but, yeah, definitely something that we want to keep going and 
Uh, also, maybe add more interactive stuff, not you know beyond just discussion. So yeah. there, there was some feed, feedback around that. People wanted to see demonstrations. They wanted, you know, if they could have prepared more, they would have brought all these things that go along with that role play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it, you know if we if we're going to continue doing it, there'll be probably more focused and and more advanced planning as to sort of who's going to take the lead on each of these groups. Yeah. So yeah, I did the, um, I was the, I guess the coordinator, uh, for the, the bullying, uh, session, which I actually didn't think was going to get a turnout. And mostly cause I, you know, as someone who's a big proponent of it, realize it's a bit niche and it's also a little bit, as I've, as I've experienced, it is difficult to pull off with, and I don't actually recommend pulling it off. Um, with bottoms that you don't know, you know, when tops and bottoms don't know each other, it could be a little bit nerve wracking because people have various triggers and things they want to experience and things they don't want to experience, even in the bully fantasy. And that actually ended up being kind of what we talked about. One of the neat things that happened, though, is one of the guys who showed up, um, I I was almost I was a 90 percent bottom this weekend. And I'll talk about that a little bit more. Sorry, I keep teasing that. We'll get to that in a minute. But um there was one uh, adorable young man that I spanked um, who had a great butt and likes hard punishment, which, you know, which is great, great for me. And he showed up and he um, loved to be bullied. And it turned out we had a very similar mentality, which is that um, his idea when he's a bottom for spanking, he doesn't he doesn't have a particular fantasy about the bully. He just wants the top to be able to feel comfortable taking uh, charge. And so the discussion was really about, you know, the two different modes of bullying, which I talked about in the forums, which is like if you have a if the bottom has a particular fantasy about what it feels like to be bullied that he wants to play out, which is similar to, you know, a domestic other types of role playing. But then there is the, the other kind of bully fantasy, which is the bottom is giving up and, you know, the top gets to be sadistic and have fun. So it's sort of the top's fantasy. So I just kind of did, since we both had that shared idea of bullying where the top gets to have his fun, that's the, what the bully fantasy is. We just kind of improvised to see, and I, and, you know, after, you know, signaling, you know, is this okay? You want to play a little bit? And can we show something? He's like, sure. So we, we just did an improvisational scene where um, I turned him around, pushed him against the, uh, the side of a wall that was right there, like, you know, the bully in the locker room um at school uh showed off his butt he had because he had an amazing butt spanked him i had my jacari paddle with him so i was giving him some really hard wax um i just kind of talked about the improvisational nature of it i gave him a wedgie um the thing that i did you know i had a a friend who uh i knew (laughs) who i wanted to introduce him to uh uh give him a few wax um and that was how they met uh and then the one improvisational thing I, I really did is that he had a bottle of water with him. So I grabbed the bottle, the, the water bottle and dumped it, um, unscrewed it. And it was almost completely full, yanked open the back of his pants and just poured the entire bottle down the back of his pants, uh, drenched him, you know, and it came through, turned around. I was like, look, he peed his pants. And it was just, you know, that sort of bully humiliation thing. So it just kind of showed how you can improvise that. People really liked that. He loved it. I loved it. It was a great scene. Um, but some of them, they weren't all like that. Some of them were conversations. Um, because we were kind of doing this for the first time, no one was particularly overly prepared. That was just luck. That was just sheer luck that that worked out the way it did. So, so the next time, however we do this next, some of the feedback we got was, yeah, this is a neat idea. It felt a little bit weird and we weren't sure what we were doing. Some of them just kind of turned into conversations, which was which is fine. Um, but part of it was we didn't want to structure too much to see what developed out of it. And so hopefully next, you know, next year we'll look at what people liked and didn't like about that experience and maybe work on that a little bit more. I have some ideas. We'll see. We'll see how some some things go. Um, I think it's a it's a very good time to just give a, a shout out by way of thanks to everyone who uh, responded to the surveys that yes. were that were sent out about what they did and didn't like. It's been uh, it's immensely important to us that uh, it's, it's the reason we do this is it's not it's not because it you know fulfills our individual fantasies. It's uh, it's because we care about this community and uh, and we want to reflect what the community would most like to see in an event like this. And we, we took our best stab at it. We took our best guess, you know, based on the experience that we'd had at camp and the Badass Weekend. 
how much people would want structure as opposed to unstructured and how much they would like um, you know, this idea as opposed to other ideas that we could have had. And uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's an evolution and it will be. And it's very kind of people to share their ideas and give us the opportunity to, to continue to make it better. Yeah, yeah. I um, I think we got, uh, what did about three quarters of the people who participated that returned their surveys? Is that right, Jaden? Yeah, we had uh, 74 surveys come back, uh, which is, yeah, about about three quarters, which is fantastic uh, response to uh, any survey. I mean, Scott, you know from your your line of work, yeah, <laughs> even yeah. getting probably forty percent people would be raving about. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's a specialty event, and uh, you know, I I just say too, like to anyone out there that's that's thinking, you know, maybe you're from another country and you're wondering, like, why don't we have one of these events? And I mean, I think it's really um, the era for these larger events. I, I, I don't know why. I mean, perhaps it's it's a response to the challenges of sort of the online world that we live mm-hmm. in where, you know, there's so many people out there, but it's it's still hard to meet people. And um, so I, I think that there's going to be more of these events. Um, I, I can't imagine that, um, you know, it's it's going to it's going to slow down anytime soon. I mean, we saw a badass weekend last year had 170 pre-register. We had over 100 for our first year. Um, Camp Red Tails had record numbers last year. Uh, I'm just curious to see, like, what's next? You know, is there going to be an event in the UK? Is there going to be something, you know, uh, something else in the US? Um, mm-hmm. There's also something going on in Canada yeah. um, that just started last year. So, so yeah, folks, I mean, events seem to be here to stay. Um, so get out and go to them. <laughs> and yeah. if you're thinking about, you know, creating one, I mean, we, we were able to pull it together. I mean, we started in about October, right, Doug? And uh, I uh, yeah, if, if, if I could, yeah, just if I could uh, emphasize that by way of a shout out, if anyone's listening to this and uh, in a place and, and knows a few spank spankophiles, uh, you know, that you have in your phone of the friends of yours and uh, and you've ever asked yourself, gee, you know, why isn't there a good spank event near me? You ask yourself, well, why shouldn't it be you to put it together? There's um, that, that was the, that was the realization that uh, came upon me when, uh, you know, when when hot seat retreat uh, became, uh, you know, came to fruition. Just if you, if you're well positioned and you, and you're able to do it and you've got some friends and, uh, who, who can help you put it together. It's something I certainly learned is that there wasn't even a chance that I could do everything that needed to be done for hot seat retreat by myself. And I was very lucky, um, to have fell into the company of the, of the gentlemen on this podcast together. Um, but so, I mean, it, it can't be put together, but you know, as a one man team, but anyone who's out there thinking, gee, that there should be one near me, well, do it. Put it. Put it together. Go for it. And I will help get it attention the best I can. So, <laughs> That's very kind. Um, and yeah, and uh, so I want to talk about my hosting duties because I, I had some fun, and like I said, um, I was ninety percent a bottom um, for that, and I had a really good time. So I I really thought about this for a little while, and so uh, a couple of my goals as host was to, you know, make everyone feel welcome. Um, troubleshoot anything on the ground to make everything as smooth as possible um, to deal with everyone's issues and to really kind of facilitate play to do the best I could to make sure that people were having fun with each other and so one of the things I did was and I didn't know how much trouble or if I was going to get myself into trouble doing this um, I got myself into the best kind of trouble doing this so I started a thread on the forums. Essentially, said like, "Hey, if you if you want to uh, if you want to bully if you want to bully Scott, uh, read this thread." Essentially, and I set up um, what I did is I set up some advanced consent. Um, I've gotten more and more experienced as a bottom over the past year, more and more comfortable with letting a lot of different variety of guys spanking me with. A bunch of different implements and I really felt comfortable with my ability of going over people's needs and taking a spanking thanks to you know a lot of a lot of the tops in my life uh, Jar who I've had on the podcast Colby who I've had on the podcast and a few other folks so um, I, I made a list of guidelines of what people could you know how people could treat me uh, as the host which was you know they could come up to me they could I, I gave people permission to touch my butt fondle you know smack my butt slap my butt they didn't need to ask permission i just said you know if i'm on the ground and you know you're walking by you could just grab me you could just pull me over give me a few swats and then i said anyone uh, the big one was everyone who's attending the event can uh when they see you around can can order a uh five minute over the knee session uh with me as the bottom 
And so, yeah. So it's like, I, and you know, yeah, there are a lot of people, but I also knew, of course, you know, a lot of people were bottoms, number one. And number two, I knew most everyone and I, you know, and I trusted a lot of folks and uh, a few folks did, did take advantage of that. I think I got spanked um, 12 different guys over the course of the weekend. And some of them were just a few swats. Um, Some of them weren't really, you know, long sessions, but yeah, some of them were five, five minute sessions. Some of them were a little bit longer. So I got a lot of fun play. I had a nice red butt at the end of it. Uh, and well, I, 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 was, yeah. I was very grateful as well that, uh, that yeah, as, as much as our, our duties required of us, that, yeah, I was, I was able to, to get a lot of spank play in as well. And um, there was um, a, gr- a good there was a good deal of public play as well, which I thought was uh, yeah. wonderful. It wasn't just people retreating to their rooms. And uh, you, you mentioned the, the tops and the bottoms, and the, there was a – uh, at least a couple of guys who I thought were just going to be doing the spanking who ended up over people's knee as well. Oh, yes. So there was, a, there was a bit of mi- mixing it up going on as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's a lot of interesting things. I think um, there are some things we learned about the the nature of that resort um, that we'll have to think about. Uh, so there was, as we mentioned in the previous podcast episodes where we talked about this place, there is a there is a fetish oriented part of the resort uh, called the compound that had a bunch of benches and stuff that was great for spanking play. Um, and we thought that a lot of people would congregate there. They did not, although we did get some of the, the survey said that like half of the people who attended do, do, did do some spanking play back there in the compound. But it did not end up being the location that we thought it was. And, you know, it was one of the things it was. A, it's a learning experience for us. And, and what we realized, it's way over in the corner of the resort. Um, it's not like, uh, so if you go to the Moonburn parties, um, you have this sort of centralized location, and then you've got these corridors where you have all these rooms. It's this one tiny spot all the way on the edge of this resort in an out-of-the-way place. Um, and it makes sense for the resort itself. It didn't, I didn't realize at the time that it was a terrible location for us because as some of our guests pointed out to us, you had to actually meet and socialize and mingle with people and then bring them over to the compound to play. And once you were doing that, like if you were staying in these rooms, the rooms were lovely. They all had decks, um, you know, you know, they had beds and they had chairs. Why go all the way over there? And so what was happening is that people were, you know, people were playing in their rooms and, you know, and not necessarily private play. Some some people were doing private play, but some people were just, you know, had their rooms and their windows open and people could come by and watch them get spanked. And uh, out, so there was, I think, pretty much all of my spankings except for one took place outside uh, so people could so people could watch me get spanked. Um, we had uh, one of our friends bought a, brought his spanking machine. Uh, I know I had promised to be on the spanking machine, but I did not get the chance to do it. Uh, unfortunately, but lots of other guys did. Uh, he was challenging folks, he, you know, because there were different levels of pain, and he was challenging people to take as much as they could, and so that was a fun little thing. Um, but one of the things we realized is because the resort was very sort of stretched out and wide, um, it was sort of developed, in, uh, much like Parliament, uh, the resort, the one from, uh, from Badass Weekend, it was designed um, from the days of, you know, travel lodges. Um, it was hard to kind of get a sense of what was going on throughout the resort unless you started walking around. There was not, uh, there was this beautiful centralized space that we did not use really much. So that's actually, that's where the game took place. Where every, and then, and the great, and when we realized, we saw that everyone was able to watch and have fun and enjoy the speaking that was going on. Um, as the event went on, we realized, oh, this spot is something we need to use. And sure enough, uh, the feedback that we got from the other people who were at Hot Seat Retreat was that they were struggling, some people were struggling to find other people. Um, it was, and it created the environment where it looked again the click problem where it looked like people were gathering with each other. And I know as the host from walking around that people were meeting each other. And in fact, uh, I made sure to ask a question in the survey, whether people, uh, spank, uh, people did any spanking play with someone they had never met before. And 90% said yes, which is great. But 
it doesn't it didn't necessarily look that way if you were just walking around and looking what was happening it looked like a bunch of little groups of people who were all playing together and if you didn't know if you weren't socializing there if you were just walking by you might not get the sense that these are people who are just meeting for the first time it just looked like a bunch of little clicks so that's definitely something that the feedback we got and it's also something we noticed ourselves while this was going on um that we'll work on and i think what we're going to want to try to do is pull more play into that central location because that was a highlight. Like when you were shooting the video with with Colby, Colby's room was right off that central location. Yeah, it, it would it would be a very it's it's going to be a good place I think in the future for us to yeah. try and get people to gravitate towards. And you know we have to understand that people are going to go where it is they're going to go, yeah. and some people will. Some people will be by the restaurant, but yeah, we're going to do our part as organizers to make there a central area that people uh, are drawn towards. And uh, obviously, the, the more spank play that goes on in public, I, I think the better. That, that get, gets everyone in the mood. I think it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. People who have, con have the confidence and the desire to, to play in public, we, we certainly want to encourage that. Yeah, and one of our so our, the friend that that did the game also is the, I, uh, is a huge like I I think I. I thought I was into paddles. Um, he had he brought his entire massive paddle collection, and he also mm. was staying in a room that was right in that central location. And so people were going up. So we put all his paddles out so we could see him, and people were going up to be paddled by him. And you know, he had his door open and his window, so we were all able to see him. He brought some people outside to be paddled. Some of them happened in his room and we were able to watch. I went in there. I got, uh, I think all three of us were paddled by him, weren't we? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I took, uh, I took eight different paddles from him. I picked up, well, seven paddles in the bath brush. He had me pick out five and then he picked out three. And then one he picked was the bath brush. And for me, I really enjoyed that because as much as I love paddles, as much as experience, there's always, you know, the great thing is like each paddle is its own little unique thing. And so there were some that looked like a, I have no idea what that one feels like. So I picked, so I picked those so I could, so I could experience new paddles. That was really fun. Um, Jaden, you did some private sessions, right? Yeah. I had a lot of play over the weekend. Um, I actually had people, people comment on that. They're like, geez, we've never seen you, you know? <laughs> so yeah. The other thing that I was really pleased with is that I, I met a number of new people and, you know, you think that once you've been around the scene and you've kind of been to all the different parties and events and I've been to San Francisco and, you know, of course all the big events and I, and the, the kink of regular events like MAL and, Anyways, but yeah, there were a number of new people that it was kind of cool to try it out and see, you know, how the chemistry was and made some some brand new connections uh, at Hotsi Retreat. So I was really glad to be able to do that. Yeah, one of, my, one of my favorite things about the event was seeing guys that I knew from Badass Weekend or from East Coasters meeting guys that I also knew from Southern California for the first time. So these are like guys that I knew. I knew all these guys, but they didn't know each other. And so it was neat seeing them, you know, coming together, playing for the for the first time. I was actually, I was kind of playing. I was like, I was, I was playing matchmaker a little bit. There was a, you know, there was a, a gentleman I know. I'm being very careful about names and identities, but there's a gentleman I know who was actually into spanking guys who were older than him, and and I knew several. You know, there were a couple of older men who were there who wanted to be spanked. So I made sure to say, hey. <laughs> he literally, when he registered, it's like, see that guy over there? You need to go spank him. And sure enough, he did. So uh, that, that did happen, <laughs> and, and my butt is still recovering. I, I That did happen. I can, oh, that, yes, I, can that, yes. <laughs> I can attest to that. All of this is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was, I, was play, I was also trying, in, in addition to trying to get people to beat my butt, I was trying to facilitate getting people to beat each other's butts the best I could. Um there was You're right. It was it was a very uh, there was a, a very wide variety of people, and I think it's worth pointing out we had people coming from as far far away as the UK yeah. in order to join us, which was extremely extremely kind of them to put yeah. their trust and and of course their money in a in a first year event like that, which yeah. was uh, very touching. Yeah, especially you know given given the situation, and I think we're very fortunate that we, you know, I don't think I don't think the event would have happened if we had if it were this week um i i, I think there's a, there's a good chance that we might have said uh, you know you know what i think common sense requires us to yeah. postpone this I, I'm, 
So we, we were very lucky. Of, co- of course, there's nothing lucky about what's going on right now, but right. Uh, Hot Seat Retreat was, was quite lucky that we uh, occurred uh, on the weekend that we did, yes. Yeah, and then one other one other little fun little thing that happened. You know, some of the and of course the best I think some of the best memories are things that aren't planned that bubble up and and um, become an event thing, which is also why we didn't want to structure things too much because those are things that that people remember. And on Saturday night, the last night, um, there uh, uh, a couple that that we're all friends with um, who come out to all of these events. I've met them from Moonburn. They've been at Badass Weekend. They go to Camp Red Tails. Um, if you're part of this baking community and you've been to events, you've probably met them. Uh, they are experts at caning, um, uh, authentic school caning or judicial caning. And they, um, I guess, in their room on Saturday night, they were just letting people come and try getting caned. And one of the other one of the other guys at the party was essentially kind of trying to recruit and was drawing people uh, to come in and try caning for the first time. And I think at, at the end, he had lured um, 30 guys, uh, some of whom have never been caned before, uh, into to get a taste of the cane. Now I had fantastic. Been, well, yeah. yeah. As as someone from the UK, as you uh, as I as I mentioned, it's deep in my DNA. I ha- I have to be into the cane. It's it's one of it's one of the rules. And uh, yeah, I I didn't actually get any cane over uh, hot seat retreats. I I I didn't. I wasn't aware that uh, that couple was doing that. I think until perhaps until too late. But I did direct a couple of people over there. So I yeah. I think a couple of people were introduced. Uh, to the cane, as you say, you hadn't hadn't met it before. Yeah, now I didn't take a caning session from them then, but I did promise uh, that one of them, if he's willing, because one of the biggest, after the straight guy, the second biggest request I get on the podcast is someone to talk about caning, which of which I'm not an expert, so I'm not comfortable doing it. But I did tell the the expert caner, our, our buddy, that if he's willing to come on to the podcast to talk about caning, that I would submit to him for a caning session. Uh, yeah, so, so hopefully that will happen. Uh, and because he comes to Moonburn, uh, frequently, uh, um, occasionally, I'm sure, I'm sure it will probably happen within the next year. So just for those of you out here who are begging me to put something on the podcast about canning, I'm still working on it. Um, so yeah, that is so much in the end. It was just an incredible experience. I think that the biggest, the, the most amazing thing for me as the host who was there, to troubleshoot was that um, I think thanks to uh, particularly for for talking to the folks at Badass Weekend and and going to Badass Weekend a couple of times and seeing how that plays out there was there was nothing that happened that we weren't prepared to deal with at the mm-hmm. time I never felt like oh no I you know there, there's a problem here and I don't know what to do. I felt like, you know, whenever anyone had an issue, it was very easy for me to get on that and and, and try and work out a solution. Uh, if people came to me, but then, you know, so now, and, but there, you know, there's the surveys that we got. And so in the event that someone didn't track me down with the problem, some of them had talked about their problems on the surveys, which is great. And we appreciate very much um, that people talk about their problems in their surveys. So now that I can go and look at those and make sure uh, we could try and come up with solutions for that stuff for next year. Uh, but I was, I was, <laughs> the, there was a dinner, there was a wonderful sit down dinner that the, um, the restaurant put together for us the final night um, with like a menu. There was like, you know, with, there was a steak dinner and chicken. So it was this really nice sort of fancy sit down thing. It was really lovely. Um, and we gave our, our, you know, our final speeches and I, <laughs> I got a little choked up um, and trying to, you know, thank everyone because it was just really, it was really, really amazing to see that many people come out the first time that we did this. Yeah, and as I said to you at the time, I I, uh, I know exactly how you how you felt, and uh, I I I felt the same way. I was uh, I was very I was really very moved that so many people had put their um, the trust in, in a first-time event and to see so many uh, familiar faces and new faces. I think uh, at the end, we had about 85 people who made it through all the way through to Saturday evening for, for dinner. Um, and yeah, it was uh, it was lovely to see so many people who'd, who'd come together and, and uh, just, yeah, it was uh, in anticipation of, uh, of next year as well. It's, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it already. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, Jaded, do you have any thoughts about how everything went? Oh, I was very pleased with it, and yeah, I think we we uh, I just say we had really good teamwork between the three of us. Uh, I certainly would not have wanted to be in this alone because there were there were a lot of complexities to running something like this, and I think that it helps to have people with different strengths. So that was a a real pleasure to to work with you guys, and um, and of course to see it all come together on that last night. Yeah. And so we are already getting started and uh, negotiating uh, with the resort for next year. Um, we, we, we can't announce the official dates yet, uh, but stay tuned. Keep March available on your calendar based on the responses we got. We are, I think, devoted to keeping this event in March. Um, and with that, I think, oh, again, I just want to, I, I can't, I can't thank this community enough. I, I'm getting choked up again. Um, I mean, I never, I never thought when I started this podcast that the podcast would take off. And then once again, at Hot Seat Retreat, I met people who knew me from the podcast. You know, and it, that has happened ever since I've started the podcast. And I, I never expected that it would blow up like this. Um, so that's just one wonderful thing. And I, I certainly never thought that eventually I would use this thing that I just decided to do on a lark to create the necessary ties to help develop a new event. And and it's just amazing to see all of that play out. I absolutely never expected two years ago, you know, that it would turn into this. So it, it made me very, very happy. And, you know, I'm looking forward to our future of doing all of this. Um, and if anyone out there, you know, if you, if you didn't, if you didn't get your survey, uh, and you were there, contact us if you're out there and here's the big thing, uh, cause we wanted to grow, of course, and, and there are going to be challenges, of course, to do that. If you out there are thinking of coming to one of these events, uh, and I've said this before in the podcast, if there are concerns or reasons or problems, um, that make you afraid or worried to come out to an event like this contact me um and let me know and i can see what we can figure out um my goal is nothing more like than to to get you guys out and playing and being part of this community well i i, I agree with that i'd add uh, if i could just uh, by way of emphasis just uh, just say to people who are listening yeah these things happen when people like you the guy uh, listening to this puts it together and that, that was my experience of Hot Seat Retreat. And just uh, like I said before, bear in mind that you, you, you can't do it alone. You do need a team. And on that note, I just want to reemphasize that I, I've been so lucky to, to work with uh, Scott and Jaden on this uh, project. Uh, if I can just um, once more, and I said this at the time, I'll say it again. Uh, you should be so lucky as to have someone like, uh, like Jaden involved in this yes. because he's been an absolute the patron saint of this and doing things I, I couldn't have begun to, to do if I'd had a hundred years. Um, so Jaden, again, I've said it before, I'll, I'll say it again. Thank you so much for all the hard work that you did in, uh, in putting this together. I, I know that getting guys together in this community is your passion and that's why you do WAPS and, uh, and thank you to both of you again. Yeah. Yep. And so with that, we will wrap up this podcast. Um, Jaden, of course, our, 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 it, it, what Jaden uh, and what uh, Doug means here, of course, is, is Jaden handled the registration process, the online process, the information process, the data, the survey. He was our online guru. So, you know, he brought yeah. this entire event into the current state of social media and technology so that we can take advantage of the way things are today to facilitate yes. bringing Absolutely, all these people yeah. in. So, Jaden. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Yeah, my profile is WAPS, W-H-A-P-P-Z. I'm on WAPS, Spank the Suckups, uh, Recon, Spanking Tube, and probably a whole bunch of other things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and of course, a reminder, if you're not on WAPS, download WAPS. It is, that was how we were all checking to see who was around um, at uh, CCBC because it has distance you know, has locations. So, so we were able to connect with each other, even when we weren't in the same room, we could see who was around through webs. Um, Doug, um, if, if someone has any questions for you or interested in reaching you, um, do you have any uh, online spanking profiles that you would like them to use to contact you? 
Uh, well, I'm I'm on I'm on WAPS as well. Uh, that uh, I'm I'm also frequently on uh, on Spankless hookups. I am both Discipline 78 and I am also Sir 78. I'm one of those people who doesn't do a switch profile. I have a top profile and a uh, a sub profile. And uh, anyone who has seen a very mean trainer with a paddle working out <laughs> with some guy who gets beaten at the end of that, that was me. And anyone who wants to be in touch with my trainer uh who thinks that might be beneficial can contact him as well so there's all sorts of people you could be in contact with at the end of this podcast oh yeah we're going to get you actually on the podcast to talk about that for we we didn't do a fantasy life of spanking because we wanted to talk to the event but for any of you who have fantasies about you know gym style fantasies of be of of being spanked by your personal trainer doug is living out that fantasy and uh, he can talk about that in a future podcast episode uh, certainly, I, I can. If I can just, by way of emphasize, emphasis, say no, it's not a fantasy. I actually have a trainer, and he actually has a paddle, and he's very mean yes. with it, and he means it. So, uh, but yes, it's. Uh, so yeah, I'm. I'm li- I am living that fantasy. I can recommend it. it. It'll. It'll get your ass to the gym. I can assure you. Of that. <laughs> uh, and of course, as for me, uh, much like Doug, I, I have. I have a split personality online. I am either a red uh, on spank this hookups. I am a red SPK Scott. Or Hotbot Scott. Uh, everywhere else, I am either Red Spank Scott or Hotbot Scott. That is on Recon and WAPS. Uh, and I have a Red Spank Scott on Tumblr and on Scruff. I finally updated my Scruff, Scruff profile to reflect the fact that I am, that I am a bottom and a top, uh, depending on what you're interested in. So, so hit me up if you have any questions. Hit me up if you want to hit me. Um, hit me up if you want me to hit you. Uh, 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 play safely uh, engage in social distancing for a little while longer and then when it's all done get together and have a big old spanking party uh, and we will all get through this together uh, and we will get in touch uh, and uh, we'll talk to you next time on Dude Spanking Dudes